Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Dan, so glad we were able to meet today. Thanks for coming over. Whoa, what's that? Pretty awesome, right? It's my new FlexiSpot E7 Pro Plus standing desk. Goes from sitting to standing with the push of a button. You know, I've been thinking about getting a desk like that. I have back pain from being in a chair all day. But I feel like they're either cheap and flimsy or crazy expensive. That's why I went with FlexiSpot. This desk is super sturdy but totally affordable. The base is made of automotive-grade carbon steel. Sit on it. Okay. Hey, this is cool. All right, I want in on one of these. Where do I find FlexiSpot? Just go to their website, FlexiSpot.com. And go right now because they're giving an extra $80 off their already low prices. Go to FlexiSpot.com and use code 80OFF to get an extra $80 off the E7 Pro Plus standing desk. Backed by an industry-leading 15-year warranty. Don't wait. This special offer will not last long. Go to FlexiSpot.com and use code 80OFF. That's F-L-E-X-I-S-P-O-T.com. Go to FlexiSpot.com now. Hello, hello, hello. Davey Portman here from Brooklyn, New York City for BD Elite. I'm here on postwrestling.com, on the Up Next feed, not live on Twitch or YouTube as we are stuck in a shitty Airbnb with very bad internet. But I am not alone. I am joined with Mr. Shot in the Dark himself, John Ceno Evil. Life is not measured by the numbers of breaths we take, but by the moments that take our breath away as I'm staring at this lovely portrait on the wall. How are you, Brooklyn? Live, laugh, love, baby. And I'm here with Dickie Bird, the man himself, coming out of retirement for this AEW review show. Yeah, this is. I guess this is like the start of my, uh, I don't know, what do, you, what do you call out of retirement tours? Uh, like, ask Terry Funk. Or, uh, <laughs> or it's just like Brian Danielson, I'm just going to get dropped on my head a bunch of times as I, as I sort of gear into things. Yeah, what's going on? We are live in the flesh for the yeah. first time. Oh yeah. It's been about 24 hours since meeting Dickie Bird yeah. in person. It's, uh, it's about fucking time. Bro, I never wanted to do shows with you guys anymore because the, the lag... Of like the the tunnel to get to Australia, like I just I couldn't do it live in the flesh. This is this is gonna be great. I, you're probably gonna hear me a lot because I'm just gonna be like twisting your arm. I want to do NXT 2.0, <laughs> guys. Let's go. Every time it's like, hey, do you want to do the show with us, um, Davy? That's like four in the morning. <laughs> like. I mean, I could, but yeah. no. Do and I have to? <laughs> and you've been living the life of a wrestler, just fucking traveling on the Dicky World Tour. Oh, man. It's been great. It's only been, oh, like a week and two days. I've still got, I was told by uh, Mrs. Dicky, 20 more days to go. I'm not Ooh. sure my bank account can handle this, but let's fucking go. What about your body? Our body's fine. Look, after last night, um, you know, I think, I think we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, if I didn't die last night, I'm not going to die. I, I feel like, yeah, today uh, still got my passport, still got my wallet, still got my phone. I, I feel, I mean, knock on, knock on wood, but like, I feel we're good. If anything was going to go wrong, it was going to be yesterday. You had a bit of bad juju yesterday. I had a lot of bad juju yesterday. I think you've shed it. I think it's gone now. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be a different kind of BD Elite. Um, I don't have any kind of notes on the show. We did attend uh, AEW Grand Slam dynamite and rampage oh yesterday God. in possibly one of the longest shows i've ever attended and that includes those mammoth wrestlemanias which for wrestlemania it's like okay it's it's wrestlemania it's a big time of the year it's their biggest show get it 
this this was a TV show. <laughs> this was free TV and went on forever. Um, this followed the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, but Sheldon we'll... in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> and this is your first AEW show. What was the last wrestling show you went to? I went to an NXT house show in the Gold Coast of Australia, headlined by FTR and Samoa Joe versus Shinsuke Nakamura and fucking Slapjack and oh Mikey Nichols or whatever. Okay. okay. Yeah, no, it's, that sounds uh, pretty good. Well, it's the one that um, Chris Thunder did a review with you guys yeah. for the Melbourne one. It was that same. It was that same tour. Obviously, that one was on TV. This mm. one wasn't. Uh, super fun, but obviously a little different to what we experienced. So not on not a TV show at all. And uh, the guys and girls were having a lot of fun, but it's it's quite interesting because, like I said, like the only other thing. But there's, it's like it's like wow, you know, I've seen Athena wrestle before and be live, <laughs> yeah, against Oscar yeah. <laughs> in an NXT house show on the Gold Coast of Australia. It's like, and uh, and 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 uh, you know, shit, you know, FTR went on the show last night, but I've already seen them live before in an NXT Gold Coast Australia in their prime, in their prime, at <laughs> the Fed. Uh, they'll be back. So how was your, like, experience going there live? Like, did it kind of, uh, like, the the setting and everything feel like you expected from seeing AEW on TV for the last three years? Uh, what did you make of Arthur Ashe? Do you want me to shoot? Yeah. <laughs> I would have preferred to watch this on TV. Really? Now, the difference that made this an incredible night was being with you guys and Brandon and Chris Leone and Fire Frank. Um... That's what made it, and being dickheads and having a title belt and holding it up and and all that sort of stuff. Um, but to be honest, like enjoying the actual wrestling, I just would have preferred to be more focused than actually watching it on on, on television. Um, but like, don't get me wrong, like it, it, like it's kind of one of those things, especially for me being in Australia. It's kind of like you got to do it. You got to do it once. You know, you've got to experience it but I don't need to probably do it again at least not with AEW maybe a WWE show you know the A promotion <laughs> um, but but yeah um, and after Ash is cool uh, you know uh, first time since 993 when we went to the US Open um, but I don't remember that shit <laughs> I do think it's a shame that uh, I mean for obvious reasons the roof's closed but I think it would yeah. it would have such more of a like a grandiose feel with that roof yeah, open because I, all that pyro yeah. apart from that big ramp I don't think you get on TV the perspective of how like large it is I did hear I haven't gone back and watched the show but I did hear that it looked a lot better than it did last year the way they filmed they it, it they, they did look a lot better so I'm, I'm and if you've seen the US Open when the roof's open and it starts raining Mm. That shit takes fucking 20 minutes to close mm. that yeah. roof. So they have to close it. You get it. You can't, in the event that something happens, you cannot stop that show, Dynamite. You can stop Rampage and extend that shit out another 20 minutes if you wanted. But. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I kind of feel I am looking forward to the... Uh, I, I hate coming out of these shows and just feeling dead. Like, it, it definitely... This was a long show. Like, the main event of Rampage started... The bell rang at 12.23 a.m the main event which is just just fucking ridiculous we and did stay up this year though <laughs> last we, year we did we just lost a, a brandon i think brandon yeah, was the only brandon one that was fell the only this. It, well he wasn't even that bad he just kind of put his sunglasses on and just had a bit of a snooze but uh you know you just give him a bit of an elbow yeah. and he's like he's like is luigi prima being out yet and go, <laughs> no and he goes oh i'll go back to sleep All right. but i i feel like i i am looking forward to the toronto one where like i i'm not doing dark and elevation but just go in two-hour show get out and then rampage being the next day i feel it might be more enjoyable because i think by the end of it you kind of have forgotten what happened on on dynamite yeah. um but maybe let's start with uh, some some other stuff surrounding uh the the aew show which uh to start with we we, we kind of mentioned at the beginning we're staying in brooklyn here uh i got a a lovely two-bedroom apartment to accommodate four people uh which has one bed <laughs> and one bedroom so that was that was the start um then we try and get the the showers to work and nope they're not working 
but you know what? At least uh, we didn't get a $6 hidden fee charge in the small print. So, silver linings, right? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> when did, you, did you, was that you? What happened? That was WH. <laughs> oh my god, fuck, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's true. It could have been worse. Uh, your your lockbox is fine? Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, but uh, we're hopefully getting another bed today, maybe. Being, well, it started with we couldn't even get in contact with the uh, the host. So uh was trying, like, Dickie got here a little earlier than me. I'm trying to call this girl. No reply. Nothing. Uh, we end up just kind of walking in. The door's wide open. The, <laughs> the key's on the counter. We're like, all right, I guess... I guess is our, our place, but it's we're, we're not going to spend much time here, really. And like I said to you as well, it's like the amount of flights and just general transiting and hotels and getting from A to B to just get here to New York, to Brooklyn, man, you just got to just go with the punches, you know? Like, fuck, I slept on the floor last night, you know? Because Dave's got a crook neck and which you know, is just, getting better now so be, you can, yeah. yeah you so can, we, we you call can. this episode bk elites bk elite. bk elite special yeah special yeah. presentation um but yeah it's it's like why get stressed about it nah. you know like it's just gonna like it is what it is and we're everything, here to see some dumb wrestling and have every, fun and everything will work out in the end exactly uh then we had our little pre-party as yeah. cheap shots thank you very much to cheap shots restaurant and bar for hosting us um, we uh, we had the lovely Chris serving us all night. Got to meet some uh, some uh, up next friends. Uh, shout out Ron Ron Bosch, purple shirt man. Purple shirt the, man. The pe- purple t shirt guy. Something. Best wishes. I don't know. <laughs> uh, got to see uh, Geek Insomnia. Yes. Shout um, out to Geek Insomnia. It's which a, is so good. Uh, we awesome. see him at the House of Glory shows. Always good Who didn't to have even him. go to the show, by the way. He yeah, we had a, a couple to, people that didn't go to the show. They, they just came to, to hang out, which was cool. Jason uh, Solomon. Showed Jason up? Solomon. Yeah. Following our our show we did last week, which I recommend you checking out with uh, Solomonster and Denise Salcedo talking all about uh, Year One of NXT 2.0. Uh, got to see him and Big Guns. Michael Shalik from <laughs> from SC Scoops, yeah, Big Al Walter, who we've now named Big Gun, Big Gun, <laughs> big, big Gunt, or yeah. in Australia we would call him something else, yeah. but you know we'll move on. Uh, and then Old Man Terry, good old, good old tell, <laughs> came out of retirement. Uh, yeah, said uh, called called my uh, my lady friend something uh, quite offensive. We think, oh, but oh, I, I think oh. he was trying to be. Trying to be sweet. Yeah, he called me Prince Harry, so I yes. pretended like I was. You sad. went with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was telling me Antonio you know, Rocca stories from when he, when he used to go watch wrestling in the thirties. Yeah, oh, yeah. that was pretty fun. <laughs> but yeah, got to got to try out the the five dollar wings, the multiple multiple shots. Yeah, we have um, Jolly Ranchers, uh, Jolly Rancher, Come Tuesday shots, Come shots, uh, uh, Slutty Bitch, Slutty um, Bitch, Fuck Boy. Fuckboy fuck tears, fuckboy tears, yeah, it's oh, lovely. Monster was, dick, yeah. it was, and it was great. Like, Monster it, dick. <laughs> honestly, it was great, especially with like the price of drinks at the arena and stuff. It was good to kind of get a little sauce beforehand for your pocketbook. You little know? sauce lined the stomach a bit with the with and the, the food, food as well was obviously oh, yeah. a lot cheaper than the food at. Oh, oh my! God. The chicken quesadillas are amazing. They were good. Yeah, yeah they were good yeah, quesadillas. They, they were great, but you know. Like yeah. and we might get to it, but what was the price of these fucking wings at the oh, at Arthur? Ashe? Oh my god! I ended up spending like forty five dollars. You had to fucking donate one of your kidneys, didn't you, <laughs> to fucking pay for those wings? You came with you came with like well, wings they, and, and chips, and we we're like, whoa, big spender! Here I am with a title belt, and I'm like, <laughs> this guy paid more for these wings. Well, wings like there was like ten wings, and they're like, oh, you get a side of fries with that, and I got a drink, and it was like forty five bucks. I'm like, I got a side of fries, or I paid for a side <laughs> what of fries. A great deal. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't see the deal here, and then I'm like. Free fries with my forty-five dollar wings, and then I didn't have any napkins. I'm over here like fumbling while Athena's wrestling. Oh. Just, yeah. So it is like it's these long four-plus-hour tapings. You kind of need to know how to pace yourself. You don't want to peak too early. And so myself and my my friend, we went off to get food because we're like, all right, we're going to need to like you know kind of sober up a bit before having the next drink and level level ourselves out. It was twenty fucking dollars. For three dry chicken tenders, not with fries, and then the girl charges me six bucks for a bottle of water. Yeah. I was like, "Sorry, why is this twenty six dollars?" She's like, "You got a water." I'm like, "This is half fucking drunk. <laughs> like, I've had this. I bought this earlier." 
So she was like, oh, well, refunds are hard to do. Just oh take another God, water. What I was like, disaster. are you fucking kidding me? Um, so, yeah, I, I get it. Like, they they charge that because they can, because you want to eat, you're going to eat. But, like, at least give me some bloody fries with it as well. Yeah. No, no, no bueno. I, I luckily, you know, I, I got off the, the, the I had the uh, quesadillas and the wings at Cheap Shots. And that lasted me the, the whole the whole time until a, a lovely chopped cheese today. So, uh, oh yeah, how was your chopped cheese? Beautiful. Yeah. What, what what is my country doing? They don't know how to make food. <laughs> That's it. Um, yeah, and then uh, as you said, you you are now the AEW champion, hmm. uh, interim or like proper. There, like John Moxley, I don't like the I word. Okay, there is no interim. All right, I am I am the champ. The champ is here. Security try to try to take it from you and uh, take pictures and all that. <laughs> man, <laughs> ah, man. Uh, I mean, you know, like I put on my Twitter. It's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not being a mark. You know, there is a reason, and uh, you know, maybe it all will be revealed. But um, I, I enjoyed just, <laughs> I enjoyed like just, I don't know, I can't even remember exactly what, but any time that somebody in our row wanted to like go out into the concourse or whatever and we all have to stand up to let them through I would every time get my belt and put it up uh, hold it up in the air like as I stood up you know like <laughs> and then we the ones <laughs> you know, shit that was so funny we yeah. all make fun of these belt wankers until you have a belt in your hand and then it's like oh I get it but I get yeah it. also like don't make fun until you know don't you, what's the saying like don't knock it till you try, try it, it yeah? Yeah. so I can ma- make fun of belt wankers because I am one now so you are one there you go uh, we were all on the same page as we got into the uh, the stadium as well as all of us bought a old Sesame Daddy yes. shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, n- nice shirts. Nice shirts. Yeah. I don't know how often I'm going to wear this in public, but uh, yeah, the the merch game was a, at least they recognised that they needed to sell that one because the merch game has been pretty poor at these AEW shows. Yeah, they had that. They had like the AEW one done like the style of the subway train. So I got that yeah. one because and 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 you know this is kind of like what WWE is doing really well with their merch at the moment, which is like those. Theme the theme yeah. for the actual show so I thought I'd better get one of them because if it's something I can get off pro wrestling tees that'll that'll take four months to get to my house I may as well just do that use PayPal but you know so I got one of those specific show, uh, shirts and you know and the um, the punk ones were still full price I don't <laughs> understand but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and still, that's the the majority of the shirts they have are like three CM Punk variations. It's like let's let's move on. Yeah, let's... we're not in Chicago. We're in Brooklyn. Yeah, um, but let's get into the show. We 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 didn't go for what was it? Dark Elevation tapings. Yeah, so there's only two matches. No Luigi Primo, so at least we didn't miss him. But I think it was like Ortiz and Serpentico, and then it was uh, Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford against uh, Sky Blue and Sean Dean. So we didn't miss much. So. Okay, could have maybe moved. A rampage match to yeah to that taping. for sure. Um, but we open right away with the ROH Championship. Uh, Claudio Castagnoli defending against the Wizard Chris Jericho. Um, yeah, uh, Chris Jericho going over in this match with a a low blow. Uh, keeping up that theme, he tried to get what Barbie the the no no not Bar- Barbie. What's he called it? Floyd. Floyd. Floyd the Bat. Yeah. And as Aubrey was getting rid of Floyd. There was the low blow and then the Judas effect uh, ending Claudio's uh, kind of underwhelming reign as ROH champion and uh, definitely looks like they're kind of building uh, this, uh, having the sports entertainment faction winning all the more like pure wrestling titles. And I think maybe if you're trying to land a TV deal for ROH, Chris Jericho as your guy makes a whole lot of sense well, over Claudio. They did that for Dynamite, didn't they? Yep. I mean, that that's, you know, it was like TNT. TNT, you know, like, give us a deal. We've got our first champion is, of course, Chris Jericho. So that's kind of what I got from it. Uh, but what did you think of the match? It was a great way to start the show. Everybody's singing Judas. Our boy Ron, purple shirt guy, was right in the front row singing Judas. That's all he got on camera. Um yeah, I think it was a good way to set the show for sure. I didn't expect a title change because I expected the next match to have a title change, which it did. So I'm like a little surprised by that. Um, but I'm just curious what they're going to do now. Like, I, I feel like they're going to lead into like some sort of like match with Garcia, maybe unification match with the pure title and the Ring of Honor okay. title. Um, but yeah, it's pretty interesting to have Jericho. And a lot of people might be upset about it, kind of ruining the heritage of a 
Ring of Honor or whatever, but uh, I, haven't, I haven't checked Benno's Twitter as to what he thinks. <laughs> well, it's also it makes Jericho. He's won all these. What did he put up the sign of eight? Eight, I yeah, think. Ocho. It's a new hashtag. Ocho is Ocho. his thing. So eight, eight-time world champion now. Uh, I, I enjoyed the match. I think it continues Jericho's kind of year of actually kind of a bit of a resurgence of actually having putting on decent matches. Um, I it it kind of does suck for Claudio. I don't think he really cemented this run what he had a match with Dustin Rhodes uh, yeah who else is that it who else did uh, he defend against Takeshita and Battle of the Belts oh yeah that's match. it I think honestly I mean the fact that we're gonna obviously talk about it later but maybe Moxley is gonna give him a shot you know might as well give the other Blackpool yeah. comic club members like you know that's they can say dad jokes you know yeah. <laughs> a nice little connection there I do see Claudio kind of falling into that position he was in WWE though already where it's everyone recognizes how good a wrestler he is, but does he really have that like extra thing to take him to the next level? And I kind of think cutting cutting this range short, it does remind me of stuff like that in in WWE. Like you'd have him get a, a WrestleMania win over Seth and then kind of fade away again. It does kind of remind me of that. Um, and also, and this is a criticism I have with a lot of the kind of the storytelling in AEW right now. On paper, you're telling me I'm getting... Chris Jericho and Claudio Castagnoli, awesome. Sounds great. This was set up on Friday on Rampage <laughs> on a show that, let's face it, not many people watch. It hasn't really had that build at all. But Jericho's just come off this, this other feud. He's got all the stuff with Danielson and Garcia going on. It just kind of felt hot-shotting a little bit. Well, not only that, but Jericho wasn't even supposed to be on this show, probably, because him and Moxley supposed to take vacation. That's and Obviously, true. everything happened with suspension, so who knows what the original plan was for Claudio. Yeah, and I, I do think kind of lacking that kind of storytelling going into it, it does take a little bit away from the match. Like, sure. as, as kind of John Way say all the time, we see great wrestling all the time, and it, it needs, for me, that like maybe extra emotional investment. And if you've built Claudio and... Jericho up for a few weeks I feel like I'd, I'd have maybe been into this a bit more uh, but yeah interesting choice having Jericho go over well I'm it. thinking because like usually Ring of Honor has final battle in December so maybe they're going to try to like make a headline match with Jericho obviously getting some more eyeballs on a product maybe a rematch with Claudio maybe Jericho against Gresham is he still around I don't know what's going on with him um, but I can see that being like one of the main reasons that they're going to push this final battle that could be like their like best shot at trying to get a TV deal by having like a killer pay-per-view you you mentioned, um, like, maybe unification with Garcia, yeah, but what about uh, unification with Joe as well? I forgot some of the Ring of Honor titles, you're right. Yeah, Samoa <laughs> Joe and Jericho, okay. Like Don Carson. That, that, that feels big. <laughs> yeah, I, I that'd don't, be a good match. I, Joe yeah, and Jericho, don't I don't think they it ever... ever happening before because Joe would have been in NXT when yeah. Jericho's main roster. So uh, I think that could be good. Or could you see maybe uh, Sammy Guevara? Getting the TV title and just getting all those all the ROH titles on. Having Jake Jake and uh, 2.0 get the, the trio titles? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, Dalton Castle has them. So. I mean, when I think of Ring of Honor, I think of uh, 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 sports entertainment. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Well, I think, I think that's the... That's the, what makes the, it the joke. funny. Yeah. I don't think... But I think that their whole stable needs to go now because... Who's doing sports entertainment? What's that a rib on? What was a rib on originally? A rib on Vince and WWE. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and WWE are being a good wrestling product. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh. yeah, that's true, yeah. You're true. It, you're right. It has like got its shelf life and maybe it does feel it's kind of over that now. And maybe they're going to like quietly drop it like AEW quietly drops most things. Yeah. Oh, shout out Mel. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just get onto the next Jericho gimmick and stable. I feel like that's, he's just kind of uh, running through different stables every year. Yep. G- GFY, guys. GFY. GFY. <laughs> uh, then we go to the tag, the AEW World Tag Team Championship match, uh, which was probably the most anticipated match on the show. Definitely, I think, uh, I think was good putting it on early because this show, this crowd was super hot for this. Um, the acclaimed going over Swerve in our glory after uh, a famouser from Billy Gunn on the outside. Amazing. Um, and yeah, then uh, following up with what the mic drop to get the title. The mic drop. Is this the match that had like Fabulous and DJ Who Kid, right? Was this the match that had the, the rappers in the corner? Who? Who Kid? It was so weird. Like between him, Fabulous, and Trina, it felt like my high school mixtape. It's like these are artists that were prevalent 20 years ago to me. So. 
cool, you know, I guess, but out of the crowd, they didn't really care. I feel like we couldn't even tell who they were, first of all. There's no, they don't announce who they are, there's no, nothing on the screen, so we're like, who is that? Fabulous? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, there's definitely, and I noticed it with the Buffalo show recently as well, there's a lot that happens backstage that they don't yeah. show. And Arthur Ashe has this huge screen in the middle that I don't think they really utilize well enough apart from showing us MJF yeah, every that's... second in the main <laughs> event. Because, um, yeah, they, they weren't identified. No. Trina in the, in the Rampage uh, portion wasn't identified. So in the crowd, you are a little confused at times. Uh, I, I enjoyed this match. This was about the, the crowd and the atmosphere, though. Uh, yeah. So many... Oh, sugar me daddy shirt. Sugar me daddy? Sizzle me daddy. <laughs> sugar me daddy. Sugar me daddy. Something else. Uh, so many uh, sizzle me daddy yeah, uh, shirts in the crowd. And I, I didn't feel this kind of... Uh, I wouldn't mind watching this one back. I didn't feel it kind of hit as much as the all-out match. No. But I think maybe the beauty of that all-out match was no one was really expecting it to be as good as it was. And it was kind of just... Uh, this organic magic that happened whereas here it was the the crowd were coming for a good time and to see that that title change and they did so big hype I'd say one of the high points on the show but maybe uh, the wrestling wasn't quite as there as it was at all I don't think it was about that we just knew the moment was going to happen and the crowd was going to erupt and exactly what they did and uh, shout out to Anthony Bowens. He uh, he liked the picture of us wearing the Scissor Me Daddy hey. uh, shirt that Frank posted. So shout out to Anthony Bowens and Max Caster. Which I think we'll use as the, the image for this show. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, what do you see next for Swerve and Our Glory? Do you keep these two together? Uh, is it time for them to just feud against each yeah, other? Yeah, Swerve's been playing heel, I feel like, this whole time. So I think that we're just going to get that inevitable match. They teased the breakup, but then they just dropped that. They got back together, and now I think they're just going to have that match. And where do you see uh, Acclaim going? Who would you like to see them kind of mixing up with with first I don't know this AEW tag division is kind of weird like good though because you because of the weird thing with like Bucks and FTR kind of not being part of the picture you did get the acclaim kind of come in and they're the definitely at least in the tag division like they're the first AEW originals to to get the championship Um, but yeah like I still don't think, well, the Bucks, where the fuck are they? Um, and FTR, where the fuck are they? Well, so, they were on the show. We just didn't see them. <laughs> they were in a backstage segment, FTR. Oh, they were? Yeah, okay, yeah. So, I great. Mean, I don't know, Fantastic. like, if, why wouldn't they? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense, but... But, yeah, so I, I, don't, I don't know. Just whoever's in the... Uh, so, you know, what are the rankings? Uh, you them on the... Have you got well, the piece of paper? I mean, <laughs> going back to the gun club makes a lot of sense at some yeah. point. Um, well, it's funny you say that because that was the backstage segment. They were teasing Gun Club and FTR. So okay. they're going to do something with those two teams so maybe the winners of that. And then you got Private Party kicking around that it would be party. nice to see them kind of get that acclaimed elevation at some point. Yeah. They've been... They've kind of had it bad just being in the shittiest factions yeah. all the time. And I Private Party don't really connect with me. Yeah. Um, but, like, their wrestling is... Is fine. The yeah. wrestling's good. So maybe a bit of a like a complete overhaul and gimmick change because them coming out later in like the battle royal and just wearing their shot shirts and everything, yeah. it feels as people call it like AW season one. Like <laughs> we've, I feel like they need a whole yeah. overhaul. But bro, they did a spot with 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 Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy and they, they all hugged and everyone cheered. Yeah. I'm like. What are you doing? <laughs> Why are you cheering this? That and was I, awful. And I think, I know you're joking about the rankings, but I know the Butcher and the Blade have been winning a lot of matches lately, so that could be a, a team they're kind of heating up right now. What do you now. mean? The Butcher and the Blade. No, but winning matches on where? <laughs> on uh, Dark what? and Dark Elevation. <laughs> it is definitely, it is weird, because I think that's been the issue with, uh, not just the, the the tag division, but a lot of the divisions, where the, the championship doesn't feel like it's on the the best teams all the time like all the stars and you have so often JR will like building up to the FTR Bucks match would be like these are the best two teams on the planet and you're going at the time well <laughs> Jurassic Express are your champions so they're actually the best teams on the planet so I think we need to get uh, I want to see the acclaimed have a bit of a run before they get to the FTR match um, and also how I don't know damaging could it be to FTR because they they were so hot a few months ago, and I feel around now if you go to that match, fans will favor the acclaimed over them. They can't. They can't. And I was explaining this to everybody just because I do watch a lot of New Japan uh, 
being in Australia and so forth. They they put themselves in a really bad spot getting the IWGP Tag Championships on FTR because it means that you can't put the AEW Championship on them because then Ghetto's not going to agree. Ghetto's not going to agree for them to take a pin to lose the AEW Championship while they're the IWGP champions. Yeah. And the other way as well. Tony Khan is not going to allow them to drop the IWGP championships while they're the AEW So they're in purgatory until Ghetto decides that they that they want to pass these titles off. And so they're defending against Aussie Open on either the 1st or 2nd of October at Royal Quest. I don't think they're dropping it then either to mm. those guys. So I think you're in a bit of a... They're going to be stuck for a while. Which just sucks because you're just... You put them on ice when they're at the hottest, which is a real shame. But yeah, I, the tag division's definitely... Now you've got to this moment, it is... Yeah. House Where of Black has another next? team. House of Black, maybe. Yeah. Brody uh, oh, and that, that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I could see. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I heard Sting's got a new tag team partner. Oh yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe then. Uh, <laughs> well, then we go to our AEW All Atlantic Championship match. Oh, yeah. uh, this is a rematch from what is it? Uh, Revolution, Revolution. Yeah, yeah. 2020. Yeah. 2020? 2020? 2020. No, 2019. 2019. It might be 2019. Yeah. Orange Cassidy taking on the champion Pack. Um, another. Uh, Dodgy finish here with oh. uh, with Pack using the hammer. the hammer for the ring bell um, to to kind of knock out Casty and get the win. Uh, really hot crowd again for this one. Some great near falls. Um, Orange like pretty much ditched the like lazy gimmick right at the beginning, and he looked hungry to to get this this title. So very different from the the first match they had, which was the first time we'd really seen Orange wrestle yeah. in AEW. Um, Got a bit repetitive with these finishes, though, and uh, little, little odd. So you now you've got the thing with Pack kind of playing heel, I guess, whilst in this, but a baby face in Death Triangle. Yeah, and they're trio champions. As the <laughs> so it's like champion. you can't turn them. I mean, you could, but that's a little odd. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but yeah, I got into this match, and I thought the crowd really uh, liked it as well. No, it was a good match for sure. Like I, same thing with you though. Like the dodgy finish at the hammer. It's like we just already saw that like twice. So that kind of like messed it up for me. But um, yeah, it was a good match. You know, as expected from these two. This was very similar to the, how you described the Jericho and and Claudio <laughs> match with in terms of like why is this happening? So like I was kind of pumped for this because I loved that Revolution match. Mm. But about five minutes into it, I was just like. What is the story? What is this? What is the story of this? It's just Orange Cassidy is just like, just like, yeah, exactly. Bumped him backstage, just went, you know, whatever. It's just and a holdover for until Ethan Page, right? He already okay, yeah. fine. But this show didn't need holdovers. Right. So you know what no, I mean? That this right. is my problem with yeah. it, and and so, so yeah. Because when you were talking about the Claudio and, and and Jericho stuff, where it was like a something that just built on Rampage just came out of nowhere and stuff. It's like, you can give people, you know, you can give a show a mulligan for that, you know, whatever. But when 
the majority of your show is that. Like, it's, because, we need to get Orange Cassidy on this show. Yeah. yeah and, because we'll even talk about the, the next match with the women as well. It's also the same sort of thing. And it's just like, oh man. So, look, again, these guys, super workers, love them and stuff, but I, I, I didn't really get into it. it. Again, like I said at the start, it was one of those I could have watched on television and been a bit happier with it. Um, but watching it live, yeah, as. I was ready for the next thing. And I feel at some point Orange does need to get a big win. I thought he was going to win. I thought we were getting I thought we were getting all title changes to a degree. I mean if you're going for Ethan Page who obviously is a heel but Ethan Page in Toronto is going to be treated as a babyface so it makes sense being having Pack who can who's a tweener really. Yeah. He can lean heel for the feud. I think uh Doing Orange versus Ethan Page would have been a mistake in in Toronto. And we have had that match quite recently as well. Um, and then we go to our four-way match for the interim AEW Women's Championship. Tony Storm defending against Serena Deep, Athena and Dr. Britt Baker. Um, this is now two big events in a row where it's been a four-way for the women's where we've just thrown our spare parts together. I feel. And match was fine. Uh, Athena did like a really impressive feat of strength where she had like a four-way slam with a Samoan drop, but uh, Britt kind of took that a little yeah. a little yeah. nastily um, and was bleeding again, I yep. feel. And I think she liked that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was, I did notice her, t- her whole Titan Tron is just pictures of yeah. her bloody. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I'm trying to remember the, the finish here. Tony Storm one. Tony Storm rolled up. Athena. It was a roll up to Brit. Brit, yeah. She pinned Brit, yeah. um, which caused a big beat down at the end. Jamie Hayter running out. You mm. think she's going to pull Brit Baker off and continue that feud, but she starts attacking Tony. Uh, Serena's joining in on the attack, beating down Athena. Jamie's yelling, "This is my friend. This is my friend." I feel like I've seen the same angle. Like, yeah. Russo strikes times. again. Oh god! When, I just like was like, "Why did we bother with this whole thing?" And it's like I hate it. I hate it. Anyway, moving along. When some new music hits, yeah. we're all wondering who it is, and we see on the Tron Soraya. Who? And it's, yeah, Soraya Knight, Paige, yeah. runs out to a, a huge reaction and Massive. a genuine surprise I, I think it was the biggest pop of the night, I feel like, yeah. Um, I, I heard there was, like, rumors, but I didn't, I stayed off Twitter I, that whole day. I, had I no saw idea. one from Rover yeah. early in the day that kind of said possibly this could happen, but I'd completely forgotten about it by the time it happened. Um, it's, I kind of feel you could have done the, the breakup with Brit and maybe having... Uh, Soraya run out to save Jamie, perhaps? Yeah. I don't know if they've crossed paths, paths but they're both British and you could just pretend that they're friends. <laughs> they're friends, yeah. Um, but yeah, this this is pretty big and definitely some star power that um, the women's division could use. Obviously, Paige is someone... Like, I know a lot of people who've seen that uh, Paige movie with yeah. Florence Pugh. Yes. Like, a lot of people who haven't watched wrestling, it was on Netflix. Uh, a lot of girls as well, oh, yeah. I know, who've seen the film and they... Don't know much about wrestling. They know Paige. So definitely a, a big star. And if you can't get hold of a, a Sasha Banks, who's perhaps going back to WWE, I think this is probably the best, uh, next best option. Yeah, there's, but not, there's, we'll not that many, there's not that many big female names out there, I feel like, free agents, and she's probably the biggest one. And it didn't even cross my mind that she's available. And yeah. And I assume not? cleared as well. I, I would hope so, yeah. I mean, you can't be teasing us and not have her, you know, at least wrestle, like, maybe not, like, full-time, but at least have her... I don't know what her state is, obviously, but hopefully to be able to do something. So do you think full gear you could do um, Soraya versus Britt in a non-title match and have Tony with a, someone else for the title? Are you suggesting more than one women's match on full yeah. gear? Three, perhaps, with the oh, TBS. Yeah. I mean, how's Soraya going to get the title shot? She has to have a couple of matches on Dark first, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be her return match against, oh like, Kylan King on Elevation. What a disaster. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's cool. Like, hopefully she's all good to go and uh, definitely got a good pop. So the only thing I didn't like about this was that it just reeked of, oh my god, we got Paige. Mm. Um, so let's just stop what we were doing from a story perspective, which was yeah. the Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker breaker, because we need to do, I don't know, trios or, you know what I mean? Like, 
they were headed towards a thing and it just feels like they signed Paige and went, oh shit, we need to go backwards. Yeah. And I just... Yeah, you need to have Jamie and Rebel with Britt so they can take on Paige, Tony Storm, and Athena or something. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. I I mean, it's stupid. I know what you mean. It's like, why? Just stop your current storylines just to, like, accommodate this new hire. Whereas maybe it would make more sense to put her in the, the Jade picture mm. where who is the person big enough to really beat jade and jade doesn't have stories her story is i'm undefeated and it's oh, she yeah. has fodder every week we're getting we're getting jade versus uh rebel at uh, full gear okay <laughs> um and then that takes us to our main event for the vacant aw world championship it's the tournament final blackpool combat club versus blackpool combat club john moxley defeating brian danielson uh, by kind of technical submission, Danielson uh, passed out from the bully choke in 19 minutes 15. Uh, great main event, like as you'd expect from these two. Some of the there was a the bottom like left corner of the ring was mic'd really loudly. Oh yes, those so chops. some of these yeah. chops sounded fucking nuts, mm-hmm. like just like cracks going off. In this arena. And I feel like it was just for this match for some reason. The, like this one definitely... There was a uh, belt shot later from Ricky oh, Starks yeah, to Hobbs, which yes. just sounded brutal. Uh, but yeah, really good match, as you'd expect. Um, just beating the shit out of each other. Uh, and a bit of a surprise. I thought Danielson could be winning this, but they have already set up this story with... MJF, who they showed way too much yeah. in the stands. Well, I was going to say, I'm actually really glad I got to see this one live, because if I did watch this one on TV, it would just be 50% MJF just on his phone. Yeah, and we skimmed over, but there was a segment earlier in the night that we got to see. The only segment oh, yes. we have to see with MJF and Yuta, I guess, setting something up. Yeah. So, like, you right. know, yeah, so that's, I guess, his program <laughs> until full to gear. To lead up yeah. to full gear, where he's cashing in. Um, but yeah, re- really good match uh, between these two. Uh, Danielson kind of giving the respect to Mox at the end and putting the title around his waist. So now Mox, three-time AEW champion. And I I do think it's it's deserved. Like, this guy's been carrying... Like the uh, like this company on his back for the last year. Through a pandemic. Um, Through a pandemic as well. Um, Let's just pretend punk didn't happen. (laughs) And, and like, this is it. Like, it's... Uh, but yeah, I think there's still so many people Mox can face, and I think the uh, I do think MJF's probably the one to take it from Mox, yeah. and then hopefully Mox can go fishing. <laughs> so, and I know I know this has been brought up by a couple of people I saw on on Twitter last night, but it's something that I've been talking about. The way that they built towards this definitely made it seem like it was going to be Mox winning because MJF was largely going after him mm. in promos. But I thought Danielson was probably going to win because, again, not to get super marky about all this, but, you know, this GCW title versus career against Nick Gage is happening on the 8th of October. And one would assume that's where he would drop the GCW championship, I mean, unless Nick Gage is retiring, which I don't think that's happening. But now... John Moxley is your champion, and unless he's dropping it to MJF in the next two, three weeks, how are they going to get themselves out of this? I'm not sure Tony Khan's going to let Nick Gage pin the world AEW yeah. world champion. Mm. So, so I, I guess the, the the reason I'm just bringing it up is because obviously, like the Punk's one little thing that you know his his little his little tirade at the, the press conference has had so many ripple effects that it will be interesting to see like how they approach these things. Um, but I, I, that's why I thought Danielson was definitely going to win. But but the lead up definitely was targeting this MJF Moxley uh, I mean, feud. You, you could use MJF to cost Mox that, to like feed mm. this feud yeah. maybe. At GCW? Yeah. Sounds like a... Fu- like so, that would be a huge a, reaction. That's a fucking great idea. You should... Probably message Tony Khan to let him know <laughs> because I don't think he's going to think of that. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking either that or they make it like a three way throw in like a Matt Cardona or something just to have somebody else take the pen. Yeah, and, that, and and look, so I'm going to that GCW show as part of my tour, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm not going to be I'm not going to get pissy about that if that's what they do. Yeah. I'll get pissy if he pulls them from the show, mm. which I don't think you you can't do that. That's your main event. Two weeks sold, out as well. You yeah. sold tickets on 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 that sort yeah. of thing. So like. 
I would I would be extremely upset if he was just no longer on that show and somebody else was, or they just say, oh, well, he's being stripped, like New Japan has done, where he couldn't couldn't defend. Mm. They you know strip him of that US title. That's what they did in New Japan against uh, you know for him sort of thing. But yeah, if it, uh, yeah, he's got to be on that show sort of thing. So anyway, I'm just I'm just sort of throwing it out there because it's just interesting like the politics mm. now um, and and just how how. Punk's little one selfish thing has just fucked Fuck so everything. many things, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do kind of like the story element of Mox always having Danielson's number because that you can play into whenever you do that third match. Like Danielson needs to get that win over Mox. Um, yeah, uh, but overall, like solid, solid wrestling show. I didn't think there was a bad match on the show. I don't know. I, I did enjoy the main event. I don't know if there was one that like absolutely blew me away on this show, but yeah, my, my, enjoyable top to bottom. I'm trying to think my favorite match, it might have been Jericho and Claudio just because it started the show and I feel like it started off hot and the crowd was really into it. I like the Moxley-Danielson uh, match, but if I had to pick one match, I probably would have to go back. I think Jericho and Claudio, I think, is my match of the night. But like you said, compact show, five matches. If they said, hey, it's 10 o'clock. Let's go home. That would have been perfect. I think watching this on TV would have been great. Like, just, yeah, five title matches, kind of that takeover style. Uh, But then we we stayed on for a two-hour, 40-minute... Ridiculous. Rampage, absolutely ridiculous, and no, no more drinks. They shut the bar. They shut the bar right before Rampage, and Tony Khan uh, comes out. We got Sting. Oh we got my Sting! god, this fucking guy, man! <laughs> Jesus, it's not what I needed. Like he, I get it that it's just for the live show and stuff, but it's so comical. Yeah, I've now seen it live and in person. Multiple times it comes out too. Yeah. Like in between shows, so, after the show. So I had my Tony Khan cherry broken and it lived up to <laughs> expectations last night. And mm. just the, oh my God, one million dollar game. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I was just like, bro. It's normally, normally uh, they do like a five, ten minute like dark segment after the show. Yeah. Where Tony comes out, he brings out some fan favorites, maybe brings out an FTR who weren't on the show, that kind of thing. We were leaving, and you just heard Tony come out, just go, Thank you, this is fun tonight! Bye, New York City! And, because he was like, yeah, we need to get out of here. Um, I We won't really go into spoilers yeah. or anything, but um, if this was an... I thought the first hour was actually, like, you're, you are spent from Dynamite, but kicking off with that Sting tag match, I thought was really fun like and they did some crazy stuff in it nice and has, surprise. has a crazy yeah. surprise at the end i thought that was great and made it feel bigger than a normal rampage um and then jungle boy versus ray phoenix was a fantastic match <laughs> if you put this on dynamite earlier in the show with again some actual story mm. some actual build going into it i think it could have blown the roof off but it was way too long yeah, I don't at think this it, stage I don't, of the show I don't think it needed to be a one hour Iron Man match no. to be honest <laughs> followed by a it segment wasn't. as well so it felt like oh, Jungle Boy yeah. was out for most of that first hour uh, I think you did the five matches on on Dynamite if you did a one hour Rampage with this this opening tag this Jungle Boy Ray Phoenix match and maybe Eddie and Sammy, Eddie, Sammy yeah. to get so, that Eddie New York pop I thought it would have been an awesome show but just too long, uh, too many unnecessary things on this show. Trina, um, <laughs> the battle royal was so insignificant. It was the worst oh battle royal AEW like, have like done. Who, who came out first in the battle royal? It was a fan favorite. Who was it? It was Hangman. Hangman, and then everybody else jumps on from behind, and they yeah. all start brawling around the ring. Like you think we were watching TNA versus Battle Royal, and then like. And ten minutes later, the match starts. Like, what is Prince Nana's there? Prince I'm like, I'm like, yeah. Brian Cage was Brian there. Cage Brian Cage is back. He will probably get cut from the show somehow. They'll shoot around him. Yeah. So he's not on TV anymore. Yeah, like random stuff. names in here, like Jake Hager, Dalton Castle, Dalton Castle the boy Matt Hardy. So, um, so my thoughts, like, it, a couple of things. First of all, um, it was funny. I didn't. I haven't listened to Rewind a Dynamite in full, but they started the show talking about Trina. So obviously. There was something on Dynamite. Yeah, back to oh, okay. To actually say like she's going to be on the show. Live crowd, no fucking idea. It was just this bored woman walks yeah. out. We and then didn't know where to go when Jade came out. And, yeah. So and nothing against Trina, but she's like like I said before, she's popular twenty years ago. But most people didn't know who Trina I is. Yeah. I I only know Trina from 
way saying last week maybe it's Trina. Trina, <laughs> like, Trina could walk in right now and we'd be like, who are you? Like, oh, are you, are you come to bring us our mattress? Trina <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> mattresses. But, so, yeah. So, so, yeah. So, for, for me, one of the things that I thought was like really strange about the show overall, you mentioned there was an FTR backstage segment. Didn't didn't know we didn't get a, a Excalibur run. Well, obviously we weren't going to get Excalibur, but the rundown of the things on the screen, which you know happened live, because as watching on TV, you hear people pop mm. for when he's running them down. We didn't get any of that. So as a live, like as a live member of the the audience, like I, I didn't know a lot of shit was happening or going on or why there was. I guess I guess you know and. I guess it was an announced on Dynamite that it was a lights yeah, out match in the Dynamite. you know between Hobbs and, and Starks. The we, crowd didn't know because everybody left. <laughs> people, uh, you, I I felt so bad for those guys. Yeah, like so, it's just weird. The whole thing is just weird, man. Like I I don't know what to say because I actually when Dynamite ended and Rampage was starting, I was like, actually, this is the first time I'm actually kind of excited to watch Rampage. Because it was a nice little come down. You knew the matches were going to be a little bit short. They were going to be fun. You had Sting. You know, you know all that sort of stuff. But it was a two-hour version. And it did not need to be two hours. It was a one-hour rampage over two hours. Two I, and a half hours. I do hours. think if you're like... Say it's a rainy Friday and you've decided to stay in. And you're watching this in an edited two-hour form... I think it would be a really enjoyable show. And I, I do think it would be better than most Rampages. We'll see. Um, mm-hmm. I just... I felt bad ending with a Lights Out match when... You know, like... And we saw this when I, I saw the Dax Harwood-Claudio uh, Castagnoli match. When you, you see the performers, they know people are leaving. And then they're like, I need to grab their attention even more. And they start going harder. And when you've got these two guys who have the Lights Out stipulation and are trying to, like, get people to stay in their seats, they're doing some crazy stuff. And, like, Ricky Starks especially took some fucking scary bumps in this match in front of mm-hmm. a quarter-full <laughs> arena. And I just, I feel bad for them because they had that, I think they've had a good feud. And I, I really like both guys. And I do feel they're both on the cusp of moving forwards. Ricky Starks did get a big reaction yeah. despite that point in the show. Yeah, he had a nice little entrance yeah. video. Yeah. And, and yeah, I just feel they had that like squash all out match and then being put in this position where you could have maybe opened Dynamite next week with this or something like that. Um, like they worked really hard but like I don't know if they needed to do some of the bumps they did at that time in the show. But I mean, it's because Rampage went longer than Dynamite. Yeah. Two hours and 40 minutes. It's ridiculous. And so, what do you want? Like, like, it's like Tony Khan. What do you want people to do? Yeah. Like, after two hours, like, people got to go home. People got to try and get their way home in New York City somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like... Coming, coming, like, to the city, the last train back is, like, 11... I'm sorry, 150. So by the time you get back to Grand Central, you, like, you might miss your train. Like, people aren't going to stay, like, till 1240... Like so in Queens, that's crazy. So they're doing it to themselves. It's not the performers, and you feel really bad for them because it's not—it's not their fault at all. No, no, no. You just got to go. Like, and and I get it. You want to put as many people on the show as possible, but I think sometimes we've seen in, like, like I'm pretty sure Rampage last year had like you know a ten man tag with a lot of your stars, a six man tag with a lot of your stars, yeah. and you can just have some fun, crazy. Flips and kicks and shit sort of match and people are happy because they, they got to see the Young Bucks or whatever. And homicide. Uh, and homicide. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah, way too much and definitely I don't know anyone who, like everyone leaving was like, what the fuck was that? Like, as soon as the Battle Royal ended, it, a lot of people thought that was the end of the show because it was just a little yeah. bit after 12. We were didn't going, realize oh, it was one more we match. Going, have, they, have they cut Starks and Hobbs and then yeah. realized we haven't seen Big Mark? Yeah, yeah. Say it's time for the main event. And you're like, oh god, which I had to stay for, obviously. Hold my title belt up and say <laughs> yeah. it's time for the main event. Um, but yeah, like again, like all the wrestling's great in this company, but there's definitely, I feel they're in a bit of a slump. Like this, this show was a hot ticket last year. It sold out immediately. Yeah. Um, this year, I I like bought a spare ticket in case Raiden wanted to change his mind and come in thinking. 
I'll, I'll get rid of that easily if he doesn't yeah. come like it'll be sold out and loads of tickets left on the day and I, I saw a lot of people who were like hey do you know someone who might want yeah. a spare ticket no it's a huge difference last year we went and I was seeing people I haven't seen in years that I didn't even know to watch wrestling oh you're here you're here this year besides like us little our circle here I didn't know anybody else that like went to the show but guys guys did a million dollar game it did it was better than last year it was more successful yeah just like I, I just think <laughs> Tony needs to start focusing back on storytelling yeah. uh, it, I feel he's getting a bit Vince where he'll be like really hot on something for a while and then we'll just drop it completely cold I think it, it starts to need a bit more focus because the wrestlers there are great like so whatever you're putting together you're going to get good matches but I just want a little less kind of uh, ADHD booking and for fuck's sake so we got fucking Tony Nese and Josh Woods I totally forgot that oh was a match on Rampage God. like why was that there <laughs> why are they there <laughs> um, it was you yesterday at the bar actually was saying it was almost like Tony had three years of storylines that he'd kind of come up with over the past 20 years and now he's and now it's now, now he's right now it's kind of like he's got to the end of it and it's just like I don't know what to do what, yeah. which I sort of said was very similar to the TV show Flight of the Concords <laughs> the, the first series was built on all these songs that they had written over the past few years and then when they got commissioned to do a second season they went well we don't have any songs yeah. so and then it got cancelled so AEW in the mud let's go Smackdown we're the ones <laughs> we're the ones <laughs> well yeah that's BD Elite we then Went out, had some fun, put some girls through college, and yeah. had our chopped cheese this morning. So, sugar, sugar me, daddy. Sugar me, daddy. <laughs> uh, but any any final thoughts before we we sign out here? I just like I hated Rampage. I'm sorry. Like it was a good show, but just being there totally dampened it for me. I'm actually looking really forward to watching Rampage in Toronto because I think it's the first ever standalone Rampage I've seen because we didn't do Chicago yeah, last year. That's right. Um, so I'm actually looking forward to that. I want to see it's like the next day you're re-energized, you're seeing people you haven't seen the day before. And they're doing that a lot more moving yeah, forward. Which might, life, yeah. I, I think they might start putting... They, they have to. If yeah. you're trying to sell tickets for this, you're going to have to put big. That's what I'm fearing. It's like it. for it to be separate mm-hmm. from Dynamite, they're not going to sell out unless they have some major matches. Nope. Yeah. Not going to happen. Not even Sorry. Yeah. I just, it's not, you know what I mean? Two, I, two hour rampage, you think would be, there would be like big things to sell yeah. on it. And it just, yeah, I, it at was. the end of the day, it's still 10 o'clock on a Friday night. So it's like, who's really watching, you know? Yeah. Like, for your first. You're talking about the next AEW show. I know. I'm but, not going to that. But <laughs> what's your overall thoughts? Your first AEW show? I mean, it's a, it's a, it's an, an, an experience that I think, you know, any, wrestling fan whether you're a current wrestling fan or, or, or kind of like a lapsed fan or something need to go to we talked earlier about nxt gold coast which was you know the one that i was at but i wanted to go see a wrestling show on a stadium yeah and i did that and it lived up to the expectation in terms of the absolute fun that i had but i took it off my list and i don't need to do it again fair enough you know um and and again like i'll go see gcw Next week, uh, next month as well. Tick that off my list. I won't need to do that again because I'll probably have uh, an, an infection from light tubes <laughs> or something. But you know, th- I I I had like probably one of the greatest nights of my life last night. But it yeah. was mainly just because I was chilling with you guys, being being a, being a shit to be honest. Man, I had the title belt just quickly. Um, I feel so bad for the random guy that was sitting next to me. I smacked him in the head with the, <laughs> with the leather strap like multiple times, and his his missus had to actually be like, "Oh, excuse me," and I went, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm from Australia. Like, this is just I'm just living out my dream, and you'll never see me again. Don't worry. Like, I'm never coming back and doing this again. So, you know, I apologize. And then I swapped seats with Leonian and smacked him in the head. Yeah, that's all right. He deserved it. Yeah. Um, well, there you have it, Sino. What have you got going on, and where can we find you? <sighs> what I got going on Shot in the Dark I somehow was able to rush and put it up right before I headed over to uh, Queen so check that out this week talking about uh, what's on this week Woman of Wrestling I actually started talking about that believe it or not because I had a nice little spot now that NXT UK is gone so I am watching Woman of Wrestling every week so if you want to find out what's happening there check it out Shot in the Dark every Wednesday 15 minutes or less on the Up Next podcast feed follow my socials CNOEVIL for uh, some memes it's funny because uh, John was telling me to make sure I take a picture of you for, you know, for your the, yeah, the yeah. famous Davy memes, and it finds out that I was the one that was memed when Terry 
you know, whispered something in my ear from the future or whatever it was. So have fun at it. The Updex, uh, join the Updex Facebook group if you want to make memes of me. Please go ahead. I, I encourage it. And Dickie Bird, where can we find you? Uh, in Toronto next week, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Awesome. Um, no, but in all honesty, the, the tour continues until uh, I believe uh, I will fly out the day after that GCW show that I talked about. And then it's back to work for me. Uh, well, in terms of I'm coming out of retirement. Wait. But I don't have anything to plug yet but i am working on something but yeah there'll be more more on that in the future awesome and you can find me at davy portman and well now we've got the next big event coming up next month in toronto so if you are in the toronto area for dynamite and rampage uh brayden and i and the post wrestling lads are going to be hosting a couple of events around that time so far we've booked sneaky d's 11 p.m after dynamite on the 12th of october uh, it'll be wrestling karaoke, uh, wrestling music, hang out with a load of wrestling fans, great food, great nachos. Come and join us there. Uh, more information to come. As Sino said, follow the Facebook group. All the information's there. And you can find me at Davey Portman and at Up Next Podcast. But that's it. That's all. Goodbye. Good night. Take care. Sleep well. Ahoy. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers and select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details.